I'm ready. We we're doing it finally. Oh my god. I don't remember if it was on the actual recording or if it was just us talking offline where I said we had another series in the works for this podcast and then we watched the third movie and then life kept happening and we didn't get to record it and then months went by and now we're thinking, oh God, do we have to watch that third movie again? I don't really want to do that. So it just hasn't moved. And we said, well, we won't let that happen. It's been four weeks. (laughs) Four weeks exactly today since we recorded episode two. So join us in our little time travel endeavor, because if you went from episode two to now, it's been 30 seconds. For us, it's been four weeks. It's been four long fucking weeks where... COVID-riddled weeks. What is is we? We had a house guest for longer than anticipated, and then we had a more COVID than we anticipated in which I mean all of it for everybody except one person and then just general schedule nightmares and it's just I started to feel bad because anytime you were like I'm free I'd be like well I can barely talk or stand or this is happening or going out I think you have to realize though that I'm always free I, I don't do a lot so usually I'm better than that, but oh my God. So here's hoping that it's a smoother ride from here. And now enjoy as we sit back and go, I, do you remember what, <laughs> was that this one? Cause I've probably, you know, I didn't go anywhere for two weeks. So I've watched a lot of movies. Yeah. Paranormal I- Activity 3 was like 20 movies ago now. At least, yeah. But at the same time, it still kind of sticks with you because it, it, it it's a paranormal activity. It sort of sticks with me, but I don't know. I'm going to be spending this whole episode going, is this the one with the guy in the bad suit? It's like, no, that was Batman. Which one was paranormal activity? Is this, that's the submarine one? We're also watching The Hunt for Red October, which has a lot of fucking submarines in it. I have heard. I think I, I think I actually have seen that one. I'm, we're, we watched the first hour and I'm a little bored. I feel bad because it's this beloved movie. And we were going to do an episode for the main. The, so do we still like this? But I, what is there to say? It's one side where Alec Baldwin's sitting in rooms going, what are we going to do about the submarines? And then it cuts to a submarine and. And people go, turn the submarine this many degrees. And that's the movie so far. So yeah, we're currently nothing to watching, say. Yeah, we're currently watching the uh, book of Boba Fett. And I'm kind of disappointed that it's slow. It we is watched so slow. Episode one and didn't mind it and haven't gone back. And anytime I go on the internet, people say I shouldn't. So we haven't, but we probably it, it, will. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the best analogy is like if you think of the Mandalorian, that was more genre writing, whereas this is very literary, mm. like sweeping shots and oh. like progress. It's just like we keep yelling at the screen, going, "Okay, come on! I don't need to watch twenty-seven seconds of him donning a cloak." It's just ugh. so. It, I'll probably suck it up and keep watching it because I do enjoy Star Wars, but man, this one's rough. At least the episodes are short. Very true. Very true. I remember anytime we fire, and I swear we'll get to Paranormal Activity <laughs> 3 in a second, but whenever we fired up an episode of The Mandalorian, we would see, and I think it's for all Disney Plus shows, we'd go, oh, it's, you know, 41 minutes. That's not bad. And then you remember, oh, seven of those are just the end credits. <laughs> so yes. this is actually really short, which is nice because we don't have a lot of time these days, as Agreed. we discussed by the long gap. Okay. So paranormal activity three, uh, fact, this is the third paranormal activity fact. This is a prequel to the first paranormal activity. And the second and the second, because technically it goes in the paranormal activity universe. It goes three, two, one. Yes, that is true because now, because now it's the two Katie and sister in a while, probably. Christy. That sounds right. Katie and Christy? Uh, Who am I to judge based on what we named our kids? Um, 
they, they well, it starts in the modern day. And it's it's when in the second movie when they had the the big the quake that kicked off the second movie. No, it's not an earthquake. The earthquake is in this movie. It's already happening. Oh, this is gonna um, be a brutal episode, guys. No, it, it was when their house is robbed in the second one. And mm-hmm. in the second movie, they go, nothing was taken, except now in the third movie, they go, Oh, wait, something was because now There's it's a more... box of videotapes it, that it's are Im- missing. It's important to the plot now that something's missing. So now something is missing. Mm-hmm. And it's a box of videotapes from when you were a girl. That's weird. They're not concerned, really. Like, why would someone destroy our house and steal a box of our videotapes when we were children? Oh, well. Yeah, exactly. Trying to go clean the pool. And this, so we don't actually know who took it, right? So I guess that gets discussed more in Paranormal Activity 4 and onwards. But this movie is, yeah, this movie is the tape or one of the Mm -hmm. tapes from that box. So it's uh, Katie and probably Christy. I think I still have the plot synopsis up because I had to read it. Yeah, because Katie is the eldest. Christy. And Christy is the little one. Yeah. And basically, they the entire thing is that Christy, the little one, has an imaginary friend named Toby. Yeah. And they really fixate on the imaginary friend. Yeah. And we've seen movies before. So as soon as we hear Toby, we go, that motherfucker can't be trusted at all. And he is definitely a real thing. Right. Because who also, let's be honest, have you ever met a Toby you like? I've never really know if I've ever met a Toby. I like Toby Maguire, but I haven't met oh, Toby well, Maguire. But okay. I like I like him as an entity. But he spells it with an E. And I feel like this Toby definitely spells it without an E. Let's see. Yeah, I think it's a T. Oh my god. Right? Yeah, according to this, he spells it with an I. Fuck that then. No, I've never met a Toby who spells it T-O-B-I. Obviously, we shouldn't trust this thing. And my oldest, a little while ago, started talking about Goosey. And immediately I was like, fuck. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel better, my child today said, it came running up to me, still in his jammies, wild bedhead, and goes, mommy, I had, I had a yucky dream. He said, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. He goes, yeah, the silly man, he spun around and around and he moved me. And I'm like, you're going to school. <laughs> yeah. You're going to go stay with your aunt for a while now. Until you stop saying things like that. Yep. So yes, we have we have a silly man who visits us in the night, and that's Amazing. not a horrible thing to encounter as we are doing this film franchise. The only thing I know about Goosey is he or she is very tall, and I hate that. So <laughs> fantastic. Um, he was gone for the longest time, and then the other night she dropped his name again, and my reaction was, mm-hmm. "Oh, Goosey's still around, huh?" She goes, "Yeah." Goosey never left. Like, or she didn't say <laughs> oh. that exactly, but it was definitely like, yeah, Goosey, yep. something similar. Well, and, to indicate and he's pre- always been here. That's horrible because, yeah, we had the silly man for quite a while because he had a run of really nasty nightmares and it was always the silly man, the silly man. And then all of a sudden, like no mention of said silly man. And then this morning, probably three weeks of complete nothingness, he was, the silly man spun around and around and moved me. <laughs> Excuse me? Incredible. It is so, this movie, right, where the yeah. girl says, which the mom's asking about the friend, and she says, like, he's right next to you. Oh, you yes. Can, that's, that's what I'm waiting for, too. It's like, oh, so Goosey's here. It's like, yeah, Goosey's on my bed. It's like, oh, good. <laughs> Amazing. We're going to a hotel. Goosey has very long fingers. Oh, good. Oh shit! Fantastic, terrifying. They really are, because where, where, like, where? No, we didn't teach you that. So, nope, nope. Whatever. It's her birthday soon, and we're inviting over a real human child. So maybe that'll help. Oh, that'll help. That'll help. So it's been a while. As long as you don't see, uh, you know, the real human child also playing with Goosey. Oh. (laughs) You better set up camera, Sean. I hear that's the thing you do. That's the thing you do when weird things start happening. That's this paranormal activity three reminds us once again that, hey, some weird stuff has started to happen following an earthquake. No. Uh, well, oh, yeah. No, yeah. Wait. What happened, the, the earthquake, they put the girls to bed, which we need to talk about that house because we are fairly certain that house only had a single bedroom. 
because then the girls were upstairs in that open loft. Yeah. There was no other rooms in that house. Like it was a giant 80s style house. Yeah. No functional space. Yeah. It's got an open like upstairs where the girls sleep and then there's a bathroom up there. And then there's a giant open concept main floor, like the kitchen and all of the dining area, all of that's connected because it works for the movie. And then there's their room. And yeah, I think that's it. That's it. Exactly. It's bananas. But anyway, so they put, I mean, he's a videographer, so he's not pulling in a lot of money. I don't remember what he, what she did. I think he's actually an up and coming videographer. Isn't he like trying, he and his buddy are starting their business. Yeah. They're doing wedding videos, which maybe was a big thing in 1988. I don't know. People liked getting married in the eighties. Yeah. But we just use our phones. So whatever. So yeah. So he's a videographer and we don't know what mom does. They're just dating because they're not married, but, um, so anyway, they're, they put the girls to bed and they decide that they're going to do a sex video because, you know, why not? And In their open they, concept home. <laughs> so they start boinking it and then all of a sudden uh, the earthquake hits and all of a sudden, you know, as the debris starts falling, because, you know, they race, race out to go get their children and it knocks the camera over and you get that side angle view of the debris falling and it's like falling around the silhouette of a thing because obviously this demon is just standing at the end of the bed jerking it. That's what these this demon loves to do. If there's anything we've learned from the first three paranormal activities. I mean, it was so weird. And then, and then this I demon mean, is always hanging in the corner, just jerking it so right. And then I damn near died laughing because you could see the silhouette. And I just, I told my husband, like, oh, you can see it. And then all of a sudden it's like demon caught, got caught and went zoinks. And he just ran away. It it was so cartoonish. It's the most we've ever gotten a glimpse of what this thing is. And I think I talked it. Here's the other problem too, is now episode one and two were a month ago. So I don't remember what we did or did not talk about, but I feel like we definitely addressed the idea that eventually they're going to show this thing. Because mm-hmm. if they're going to keep the same storyline going, eventually you're going to have to say, all right, here's the thing. And it's going to lose any and all meaning at that point. Yes. And I did have issues with continuity in this movie because, you know, they built up in the first one. And even they touched on it in the second one about how the house fire. And that was that big thing where they found the, the uh, picture up in the attic in the first movie is, you know, singed around the edges and it's the fire, you know, it's the picture of their first house and it all burned down. No, it didn't. Well, there's more movies. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I don't know, because it. I, I, I'm assuming they're going to go down the realm of like major brainwashing cult, you know, that because that's how this movie sets up at the end. But that kind of bugs me because to me that seems like the writers went whoopsie daisy and then they had to back up really quick to do stuff because they pushed that fire and the destruction of their childhood home so much and at the end of the third movie there's no mention of that at no. all and i know i'm jumping and in, but. and they're in a different house right and much bigger problems <laughs> such as old lady grandma witches are happening which, which take had, precedent over house fire. Yeah, well, true. And and when we get to that ending, it had the absolute best scene of the entire movie. I had to rewind it a couple of times because I couldn't stop cackling. It was amazing and I loved it. Yeah, this one, I wonder if there's an element of, because these movies were coming out on an annual cycle, if when someone took on, like this one, it's different people than the last one. I think it was the guys who did yeah. that document, like what we thought was a documentary, Catfish. I think it's the same guys who did that. I wonder if there was some element of, okay, here's how we're going to leave it. And then we'll see how the next person deals with that. So at the end of this one, they went, let's bring in cults and witches and then just take off and see what number four does. Although actually that immediately dies because I think the same people did paranormal activity for. So never mind. I don't know, but but I, I still... I I get it. It is the same thing that I bitched about in the second conversation we had. I mean, you have to have a rationale for why this stuff is happening, but as soon as you rationalize it, it loses the fear. And and so that's where now I'm just kind of getting to the point of, Oh, here we go. Okay. So maybe this, maybe this break will actually help. Like now that we've gotten some distance, maybe these, you know, once we dive into four, maybe it will be like, okay, 
Mm-hmm. I'm a little removed from one, two, and three, so I don't remember right. if we've seen all of these same tricks before. Right. So, I mean, you know, now that we're having our third conversation, we'll have to watch the fourth movie fairly quickly. And then in six weeks, when we talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> in 2023, I'll have some, maybe we'll, if we have some time over the Christmas break, though. Exactly. We'll talk I paranormal mean, activity four. It'll be, be like, really fuck, they made an eight. things percolate. Damn it. We have to add an, an eighth to the list now. Uh, yeah, speaking of trickery, so this one has a new gimmick. So in two, we got the security cameras. And this one, it is a lot of still, like, cameras are set up and he's running around filming stuff. But we get the ultimate camera trick when they strap that shit to an oscillating fan. <laughs> and I rem- as uh, that was the only thing I remembered about this movie because I did see this one was I 100% know at one point they set up a fan and a lot of the footage is of the camera just going mm-hmm. and that they I remembered that they got a lot of mileage out of let's go over here and now we're going to slowly creep back and they do and I'm sorry yep. but that shit worked for me it does <laughs> and it it's funny because I had read I, I'm, I'm trying to read a little bit about the movies before we go into them, just so that way I'm not quite so terrified because, you know, it, it, horror movies are tough for me. And so I read a little bit about um, their use of the oscillating fan camera before we watched it. And they said that they really wanted to use that movement to see if they could move people in their chairs, where you start noticing like you're leaning to oh, see around the yeah. And I did that, even knowing that was the rationale behind why they chose to do those camera angles. I was doing the same thing because, like, I mean, obviously, we're talking about the oscillating fan. We have to talk about the scene where you see the bedsheet looming behind the babysitter. And, you know, it pans to the left and you see the bedsheet by the base of the stairs. And I'm like, that's weird. There must be one of the kids. And it pans to the right. Babysitter sitting at the table, focusing on something on the table hands over up oh, the sheets moved and then it keeps going and it that's a beautiful scene because the it tension builds oh so well and then all of a sudden you know it pans to the right and the bed sheet is right behind the babysitter and you're thinking oh my god oh god here it is and then poof the bed sheet falls to the floor and then it pans away and you're like wait what so i that was as gimmicky as it was it worked really really yeah. well that's probably that sequence is like the centerpiece of the movie, like both time wise. And I think just from a, you know, quality standpoint, that's the bit that worked the best. Um, the other way they use it is kind of a repeat of the big jump scare from the second, but they do yeah. it in a cool way where the camera pans over and all of a sudden, like all the furniture is just on the ceiling in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And then and it that all comes probably, smashing down. That was, the, you know, it got me. It was a good jump scare because that, yeah, that it was. did get me. And that was probably the scariest scene for me um, because it took me a split second. Because again, you know, the camera, it, you only have X amount of seconds on each view. And it was really funny because we panned over and my husband was like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, wait. And it took my brain a second to figure out what was different. Because I was like, somebody snuck in and cleaned the kitchen. Oh, shit. There comes everything. Because yeah. it just was so clean. Yeah, that was a really good bit. That's that's the kind of stuff that makes me sad. There's no bonus features on any of these discs because I would. It's probably out there somewhere. I can find it, I'm sure. But I would want to know, like, I assume it was just clever editing, but it all looks very seamless. And they should be real proud of themselves for that for that oscillating fan idea. Right. And it was quick. You know, I mean, it, it, it they didn't draw out. You know, I think so many times where you have those long scenes where you have to use so much trickery and ultimately CH- CGI to be able to get what you want and with because it was such a quick transition it looked real and it felt real I mean again gimmicky as shit because look going back to the huge layout of that house you could have put a camera up in any one of the corners and seen the whole damn thing but yeah. I think he and even in the movie he just did it because he thought it was like a cool thing to do yeah and I respect that he was even just like look what I did I strapped mm-hmm. it to this fan and watch yeah, which so I, I have I like to appreciate that. that. And also, I do have to say it's really funny. I know I'm massacring your questions that you always want to ask. But one of the things, the guy, Dennis, the dad, well, the boyfriend, he was, yeah. yeah, Dennis, he was my favorite favorite character. 
yeah. which is funny because in the first two, I loathe the man. So they I, really they course corrected this time mm-hmm. and they flipped the role where he, he is definitely more concerned than she is. Whereas in the right. first, she was just like, Micah, this is, he's like, whatever, whatever. In this one is definitely Dennis. And the same one, the second one, the dad was just, you know, you're all hysterical. I'm surrounded by hysterical women. Where in yep. this one, it's very quick. The boyfriend sees the footage of the thing in the, de- in the debris, getting it, getting it going so good. And then from that, like, I think he even watches the babysitter footage too. And show, mm-hmm. he's just like, this is fucked up. Like, this isn't okay. So Wait, I, did I he appreciated ever show that. any of this footage? He kept, tr- I think he really tried to show her the babysitter footage and she didn't want to see it. Okay, maybe that's what it was. Something like that. Um, I just think in general, this one had a lot of memorable set piece moments. I think the mm-hmm. Bloody Mary sequence is an understanding. Shit out of me, man. That stuff's always just scary. So it's like the uh Dennis's friend who he's trying Randy. to run this business with, Randy. Randy. Randy comes over to watch uh the kids and they do a Bloody Mary thing in the bathroom and shit gets bad. <laughs> and it's not, you know, a false scare. Shit gets bad. Yeah, Danny I mean, he's he gets, got a big like, gouge bitten. down his side yeah. and everyone's like, ah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And he keeps like peeking the camera out the bathroom door and you're like, something's out there. I don't like this at all, Randy. And I think that's another reason I liked it. The jumps, the the stuff, th- there's no fake out stuff. Yeah. Like when the oscillating, like there's no, and I, I guess the first two movies kind of do this same thing too. So I appreciate that. But they don't have the... You know, your friend grabs your shoulder and it's just like, hey, let's go to lunch. And you go, fuck. Like, they don't yeah. have those jump scares or they're like, oh, it's just a cat. If something is jumping out and doing something, usually it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I also liked the third one better than the second because other than the oscillating fan shot and the the camera in the bedroom, which again, for when we factor in all of the scares, the bedroom camera was kind of useless. There nothing really happened on it. Yeah, I liked how all of the scary shit was like on the handheld cameras. Like it was a human being behind the camera. Whereas on the second movie, it was all the security cam footage where it just, yeah, the, eh. the, the second one goes an interesting route because you're kind of where's Waldoing it in every mm-hmm. frame to be like, there's something here. The problem is often there's not, yeah. but I think that's where the tension comes from in the second movie where you're looking around to be like, okay, what's going on? There's something bad. There's something bad. Whereas the third, there's always something bad. Yeah, like yeah, pretty much. Like there is something, like there's never going to be a scene like in the first two, two, and especially the second, where like night would fall and nothing happened. And then oh, night would yes. fall and nothing happened. Here, when a sequence starts, like the Bloody Mary one or the oscillating fan one, you are going to see something happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a very fair statement. There really is no wasted time in this third one. No, it, everything it is there. Goes. Like the debris falling on the, that's probably what, 10 to 15 minutes in. And then from that point on, yeah. it's the momentum is there. Like Toby's mm-hmm. kicking around being an asshole and the girls are talking to him or getting dragged into crawl spaces. And that's another reason this movie worked for me, obviously as the father of two young daughters, <laughs> which I realize is a very specific situation to me. The oldest still younger than the two girls in this movie, but not by that much. Yeah. Uh, anytime they, the girls were in duress in this movie, it hit yep. real bad, <laughs> like real yeah. bad. Like, I don't want, like, no, I don't like this at all. Yeah. Well, yeah. And my, mine is about the same age as your eldest. So, and I had some of that definitely as a parent, but, not to the same extent as you. Like you, you are a very specific. Paranormal Activity Three was made to terrorize <laughs> me specifically because I've always said there's two things I don't trust: imaginary friends and oscillating fans. <laughs> because That's like ima- a tagline. Anytime I see an oscillating fan, it's like he's so negative, just shaking his head no all the time. I don't like this. <laughs> no, and I, I do have that to was give a lame a joke. Kind of but- a- I, I do have to give a kind of a hats off to both of those girls, you know, as actresses. Simply because They're good. They, they were very believable as children in a shitty situation. You know, I don't actually know if they're like, let me see. I'm going to look it up if they, if they went on. It's like one doesn't even have a link on Wikipedia. So I can't hmm. imagine young Christie has done much, but 
Yeah. And she was good. I mean, she was very earnest. Like I believed her and, but she wasn't over the top, you know, being crazy. So no, they were, yeah, they were believable for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's usually the biggest compliment I can pay a child actor. Agreed. Agreed. And then at the end, they go to grandma's house and grandma's (laughs) like, hey, I'm also a witch. And Dennis is, (laughs) oh, no. Which as soon as they got to the house, I I did not remember at all. I realized about halfway through that I couldn't, I I didn't remember how this one ended. And then they get to grandma's house and a lot of it started to click. Oh, this is the oh no, there's a like, coven of witches chasing me. <laughs> well, and, and can we take a moment and just pause? Cause you know, they put the girls to sleep and then he sets up the camera in their room again with the two single beds and the wife, the mother freaks out and she, I'm so scared. I'm so upset. So she crawls into bed with him. And mind you, this is a single bed. And then they fall asleep and he wakes up and she's gone. Like, bitch, how did you not feel her breathing, let alone getting out of bed? Like, there is no probably space. very tired. There's no space. I don't know. I'm, I'm one of those people where, like, don't even look at me when I'm sleeping, let alone touch me. So that to me is so alien. I'm, my wife and I shared a pretty small bed back in the first days of our relationship. And she would stay at my, you know, one bedroom apartment. So I believe it. Oh God, no. Yeah, no. We're, we're both complete. Like we used to sleep with pillows in the center of the bed for the longest time because we just, no, don't, please don't. <laughs> I like mm. my space. <laughs> I, I, I don't do, I guess we, do we spoil the very end? <laughs> Things don't well, work out great. Maybe we could just say that, no, but I, I think, well, we spoiled the end. Like we've talked through all of the others. So I think, I mean, if you're coming into this movie going, Hmm, should I watch her or coming into this podcast going, Hmm, should I watch paranormal activity? You don't need to anymore. Cause you know what to expect. Yeah. I, <laughs> I feel like any of the podcasts I do, it's always recommended that you watch beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I like when, um, you know, shit hits the fan, <laughs> uh, my absolute favorite scene is when he still takes the camera and he's investigating going through the house and he walks out and goes to the garage and it's just you know him progressing walking down that footpath and he gets to the garage opens the door flips on the lights and there's this coven of old women wearing black that turn to him and he is dead silent and he just turns the camera <laughs> and back into just nope 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 nobody nope nope not doing this it was pretty perfect there was no words there was no panic he didn't even quicken his pace going back into the house he was just like fuck this shit I ain't doing it done oh god I damn near died laughing and I know that was not the intent but it was perfect absolutely perfect I'm gonna dive into a few of my pre-prepared questions even though I think we've answered some favorite characters obviously your boy Dennis yep um, I like that he also had a good relationship with the kids because like you said he's yes. just the boyfriend but there's no weird like they don't get like oh you know it's just, the girls are still getting used to him it's like no when we start the movies mm-hmm. he's in everything's good he never turns on anyone never becomes the asshole because they need that to happen to propel drama like stop lying about Toby that never happens I appreciate yeah, I, that he you know we keep having to correct ourselves and he's the dad. No, he's the boy. He was the dad the entire yeah. time. He was a hundred percent the dad. Least favorite character is Toby. <laughs> well, yeah, but I still think the mom, I don't know. She yeah. She's basically she's so the distant. the Mika or the Micah or whatever his name was of yeah. this movie. Yeah. She was just so dismissive and just, uh, I don't know. And I, although actually, kinda, sorry, you finish. I don't know. She just kind of came off just more cold. I don't know. I felt like, I almost felt like the girls had a better relationship with Dennis than they did with their own mother. I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Although also maybe least favorite is grandma because of what she does to our boy Dennis. So. (laughs) Oh God, that was funny. I mean, that was just like, wait, what? Oh, that's the direction we're taking. 
Uh, scariest moment and lamest moment. I don't know if I have a lamest moments offhand. Scariest, I think, is the oscillating fan babysitter sheet ghost sequence. Yeah, or or like I said, the jump scare with the kitchen. That was good. Yeah, basically, that- any anytime the ca- it cuts to the camera that's on the fan, you know you're going to get something good. Yeah. To be honest with you, I think the lamest... Prob- the lamest for me was probably the fact that they they capitalized on the weird child thing again, you know, where the little girl was up in the middle of the night and she was, you know, cavorting around the house. And then she got up onto the wall and she's doing the balance beam act. And then she gets to the end and she jumps. Yeah. And you're like, okay. And then she comes back up the stairs. I mean, she's just being demony. And to me, that just felt really extra. I don't know. I'll steal that answer because I don't have anything offhand. Anything I can think of still kind of worked for me when she, you know, talks to Toby off camera. And it's like, mm-hmm, yeah, no, like that's a classic that, trope, but also it still worked. So. It did. It did. And I still, and, you know, going back to what I was saying with that scene, I still want to know how did they do that? Because that looked mm-hmm. like the little girl on that wall. And yeah. Then when she jumped, it became very CGI. But I'm thinking, how did they do that with that little girl walking up there? Like, was she connected to a harness or I don't know. Yeah, I'm that's, bummed that's there's no commentary or anything like that. Because, yeah, I would have liked to have heard more. When mm-hmm. would you have bailed? The second I, probably not even before I saw the dust hit the thing, just as soon as there was an earthquake. Right? I just would have ran and kept running. Uh, I know and I know so many people that earthquakes are just whatever. And, you know, with us, it's probably it's probably the same as a blizzard. With us, we're like, oh, this sucks. And you know, We've had one earthquake here and it was real weird. And I was at work in an office. It was like three jobs ago and the ground starts shaking and it all takes us a few minutes to be like, this isn't like construction or anything. This is an actual earthquake. And then we all realized nobody knew what to do. <laughs> so we were like, well, we can't go into a basement. It's like, I think you stand in a door frame. Like, yeah. is that a thing? So I was like, okay, let's go stand in some door frames. And then it stopped shaking after not that long. And it's like, well, I'm going to go for a walk and see. And it was just a bunch of people standing outside going, I feel like I did. I did feel that. That was weird. Yeah. When it comes to an earthquake or a hurricane, I'm fucked. I have no, no experience drawn, but you know, if you call out a tornado, it's like, where I'll go look. Yeah, when we had our, again, we've had like one tornado here ever, and it was like oh. like three of them touched down, one touched down like right over there, which was, I found out way later, but we were picking up our youngest from, uh, oh wait, no, we only would have had the one kid at the time. We were picking her up from daycare, and then uh, the radio got taken over by the, hey, a tornado's coming warning. We're like, oh my God. So the first thing we did when we got home is I got them inside, and I went to go find our blue bin, because it had blown away. And then I was like, this isn't what I should probably be doing at all right now. But, and then we put the TV on and then the power went out and we we're like, here we yeah. go. Oh yeah. We're and, off and, and running. So many tornado warnings over the summer. It just kind of turns into a cave of ah, shit. Here we go again. I mean, like to give you an idea today, we have 45 mile an hour wind gusts. And it's just like, hmm, it's Tuesday. We definitely get those, but yeah, that was, I went to McDonald's the next morning because we had no power and I waited over an hour to get breakfast and it was the best breakfast I've ever eaten by the time I got out of (laughs) breakfast of a champion. You just got to commit at a certain point. I was like, well, it's been 20 minutes, but I feel like it's probably going to be my turn soon. So I don't really want to leave. And and then after that, I walked into a convenience store where there was just nobody. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to buy like $30 worth of chocolate bars, I guess. Bunch of so, yeah, I, water. I agree with you. As, as soon as there was an earthquake, I would have pieced the hell out. But yep. uh, but honestly, I would mean, beyond natural disasters, I guess I would say probably again at the first evidence that there's some weird shit. Yeah, it's gonna be our standard answer every yeah. time. Yeah, I mean I'd, I'd love to say that the first time she started talking about Toby, but let's be honest, I'm still in my house and we have a yep. silly man. So and we have a goosey <laughs> and I'm still here. So yeah. Yeah, or we made it past that, but I don't think I would make it past debris demon on my sex tape. So <laughs> I'm just picturing, you know, Quagmire from Family Guy just hunched at the end of the bed, giggity giggity. So yeah, that was just not sure if I appreciate that. Well, maybe no, I take that back. I do fully appreciate that as the first view of the weird shit. So never mind. And then I have 
isn't realistic, which is getting harder and harder to answer as things get yeah. more and more paranormal activity-ish. I mean, by the end of the movie, when he's running around grandma's house with a camera, not really. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. there's no. no reason to be filming at that point because you don't know yet that grandma is a witch and has a bunch of witch friends. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think they they did toe the line okay in this one. Like, I, I get he's a videographer. He's already, you know, kind of a film geek. He gets, you know, he's got cameras. I get the leap we have to take as a viewers to, you know, buy into him setting up the cameras. He got really excited about building the oscillating fan camera. I, I get that. Okay, fine. But I did. Yeah. I, like I said, I appreciated that the oscillating fan camera wasn't really from a logistics standpoint. It was just him yeah. going, this is a cool thing I did. Exactly. And so I bought into the realism of that a lot more than I did the second movie. The second movie where they're like, we're going to put in security cameras inside the house. That's still fucking weird to me, people. I just yeah. don't get that. Uh, that's it for the questions. I don't remember if we do the game first or we rank them first. I don't know. So we're just not going to go through and we're going we're gonna to just leave the ending like Let's everybody leave, yeah. else. All right. I'm, I don't I'm think we that. like. I don't have much to say about it other than yeah. it's the rare time where the bummer ending actually bummed me out a little bit. Yeah, I agree because it was just Oh, okay. Because I liked people more and I wanted better things for them. Yeah. So by saying that, I'm sure people can extrapolate what happened, Mm but we don't need to say it specifically. Let's just say things, things aren't left in a happy place for too many people at the end of this movie. Except kind of grandma. Grandma comes out on top. Not really anybody else. Yep. Agreed. And it's, but by, by what we've said already this far, you probably have an idea of how it ends. Yeah. Maybe let's play the game first. I feel like we rank things at the end because that's kind of the closer. If I'm wrong, it doesn't really matter. I'll listen back and flip. We can flip it later. It's fine. Yeah, or People you know, who we'll just, just heard two are like, no, that's not how you do it. But you have to remember <laughs> this version of us. It's been a long time. So It's been exactly four weeks ago today. <laughs> Exactly. I don't, I don't remember. So let's do the game first. Um, if I remember right, you are now one for two. So this game will decide which direction we're going to go with this. Um, these start to make less and less sense because I have for you now famous ghost trivia. Now, oh, there are no ghosts in this movie, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> no, we have our own rules. There is actually there's the thing with the sheet. And that's by definition a ghost. It's fucking Charlie Brown ghost. <laughs> exactly. So here we go. I have 10 questions about famous ghosts. Here we go. We're going to start with probably the hardest one. Perfect. Can you name any one of the four ghosts in Pac-Man? They have names? They have names. So I think that's a no. <laughs> See, I'm also the weird person. I can't play Pac-Man. I get such bad anxiety. It freaks the hell out of me. I cannot do it because the whole chasing and so Pac-Man's a whole big old milperoni. Yeah, I wrote N. Uh, for the record, their names are Inky, Blinky, Pinky, and Clyde. Clyde. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now things are going to get a little easier. What's the green guy from Ghostbusters? It's not that much easier. Hang on, I'm um, Slimer. Slimer, there ah, we go. I've never seen Ghostbusters, so yay. Uh, who is the sad bathroom ghost in the Harry Potter universe? Moaning Myrtle. Moaning Myrtle, that's a Y. What is the main character's name in the movie Ghost? I will accept first name only even. Oh, that's Patrick Swayze's character, right? That is not the question, but yes. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to answer that it was Patrick Swayze. Yes. No, but I don't know. I've never seen I want his movie, character so name. Yeah, I don't know his character name. Just give me even any first name. It's a very common name. You just might get it. Jim. No, Sam. <laughs> so, Fair enough. No. Uh, what is the name of the ghost in the Mario games? 
There's a ghost in Mario. Yeah, when Mario uh, looks at them, they cover their eyes. And then when he turns around, that's when they can float. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, That character has a name and it is a very on the nose name to give a ghost. That's your big hint. Boo? Boo. (laughs) Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, I kind of am helping you too much. Uh, who played Casper in the live action Casper? <coughs> oh, like the actual, the really cute guy at the end that I had a crush on all through the 90s. That's him. What? You know what's so freaking weird is just the other day I was thinking about Casper and I was like, I wonder what that character, like who that actor was. I shit you not, and I never looked him up. If you were listen, if you listened every week to So Do We Still Like This, we've covered at least five of this guy's movies, but not Cas- not Casper. We haven't done one in a while. Um, we did a lot of them in the early days. I don't know. One I of them. Like one of them was actually the final in-person episode before the world shut down, which means we probably were recording it like almost two years ago to the day. I feel like his first name should be a Devin. It is. I don't, I'm choosing to not count that though. I want the full name. Devin Sawa. Yep. And I'm watching I only... you carefully because I feel like you're cheating. And I'm not, I, I promise I I'm not. But I, I just remember you talked about that because wasn't he in a Bruce Willis movie or something you guys covered? He just got one. Okay. He just so got anyway. that stamp last week. Um, okay. Oh, man, I made this question very general. Who is the ghost with the most? Who is the ghost with the most? He, this is like what he refers to himself as. Like, oh, I, I'm I know. I've with, heard I'm the ghost it, with I, the most. I can't think of for everybody yelling at their computer and or smart device right now, See, this that's is much what, harder. That's what I've heard because when we did the games for Home Alone, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if anyone's going to care about this. But the feedback I got was that it they work well enough that people at home can play along. So, Oh, yeah. Like, I, I was playing along and going, I got this. I know these. And so it's exactly it's for that harder. reason that now people are feeling good about themselves for knowing who the ghost with the most is. Exactly. So... Yeah, um, as soon as you say it, I'll know it, but I can't think of it. Beetlejuice. Oh, shit, I knew that. Beetlejuice is the ghost with the most. I knew that. Uh, Here's a pretty easy one, and I'll also accept like a few answers for this one. Uh, Whose name do you say three times in the mirror? Bloody Mary. Yeah. I also would have accepted Candyman. I've never seen those movies. I didn't know that was a thing. I kind of forgot that that happens in this movie until we started talking and went, well, there's a, <laughs> there's a gimme question. Uh, what popular app has a ghost as a part of their logo? Snapchat. Snapchat. I'm pretty sure you've already won at this point, but there's one Ooh. more question. What movie has a little girl saying they're here? Oh, shit. Not really about a famous ghost per se now that i'm actually this one yeah this question doesn't quite fit with the others but whatever yeah well it's gonna be the same thing as soon as you say it i'll know it but i can't think of it right now poltergeist oh yeah i never saw any of those movies yeah but i mean you already won and i once i read that question out loud i didn't like it because the other nine were about (laughs) characters and that was a movie so that shouldn't even have been there oh well Especially now, because I'm sure I'll do something. I don't know. That's these ones are hard. These are hard games to come up with. So I was pretty. I don't blame you. I, I'm always for, puzzled and mildly excited to find out what game you're going to choose because I'm terrible with trivia. So I just feel like you're going to prey on that weakness. <laughs> eventually, I'm going to do one that's purely visual based, so the listeners get nothing out of it. It's like <laughs> oh, I'm going to show you a picture, <laughs> and then I'll make sure that I only point or say that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Blink if the answer is yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that, let me see, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, correct. Ooh. That is a pass. So now you have won two games and lost one, so you're uh-huh. on the road to get whatever I designate the prize. Poor Kim still doesn't have her Home Alone 3 book, but it is here. It's just weird to mail it. Eventually, I'm going to see her, so just... 
she's probably forgotten. So it'll be a nice little like, oh my God. <laughs> or she's going to listen to this episode and be like, that son of a bitch. Yeah. I sent her a photo as proof. It, it's real. All right, so now we rank them, which I think is easy. Mm-hmm. Three, I one, would... two. No, it's one, three, two. Mm-mm. No. It's, it's three. 100% one, three, two. Three hit way harder. Okay, but did it hit harder because one already established the universe? Like if three came out and you had absolutely no preface, nothing to base it on other than that cinematic experience, it would not be nearly as hard hitting. I don't, I I think the connecting story is the least interesting part of Paranormal Activity 3. So I feel like as a standalone spooky movie, it would work just fine. You just Uh, take a... Like we wouldn't like our favorite character is new to this movie. We didn't even yes. really talk that much about Christy and Katie because who cares? <laughs> the connecting <laughs> no. tissue is not important at all. No, no, because the thing is, is yeah, okay. Think of it this way: three is spooky in and of its own right, but it's the fact that you know there's a good chance everybody's going to die because it's already been established in one and two. You know that it's some kind of a demon thing that is coming after these this family, all of that stuff is never explicitly said in three. So if you take all of that history out, it is literally a bedsheet running around the house. Which is scary. It is I don't not. need to know that a demon's responsible for that. If I see a bedsheet figure, but also I know the kids are in bed, I don't like that. So Okay, but so basically, if you take away all of the history, you have fucking jerking it at the foot of the bed and a bedsheet. And then you have aerial acrobatics. No, 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 no. Answer me this. How many oscillating fans are in the first movie? (laughs) The oscillating fan is The answer is zero. Oh. The first movie has one stationary camera that occasionally some asshole picks up and walks around with while he bees an asshole. No. The, At and, least in okay. the third movie, we liked the guy who was responsible for things. Okay, your your fatherhood of two young children is blinding you right now. I haven't even mentioned that in my defense right now. But I it haven't is the even undercurrent. talked about that. No. It no. is there, yes. But I think just as an experience, this one pulled me in more because it was doing more whereas the first one it sets a camera in a room and then you just go fuck the door moves but in this one it sets a camera all over the place and shit's crazy shit is always happening okay but then let's weigh the endings the ending of number three is shit the ending of number three at least didn't they decided on it the ending of the first there's like four different ones because they couldn't make up their damn minds Whereas this one, at least they knew, you know what? We're going to nail it in one. And then they almost kind of did. I don't know. I, I, as much as I say he shouldn't be running around with a camera, I still think that ending works because it's disorienting. You're like, what the fuck is going on? And that doesn't, you don't need the first two movies for that because it all of a sudden introduces this wild element that we haven't even heard of before. So it's just confusing and weird. And you're like, what is going on? I don't like this. Run. But it just feeds into that whole 80s, his 80s, early 90s hysteria of the devil worshiping cults. Whereas number one, it's weird because it's unquantifiable. You don't know what it was. You think it's I don't know what because- that was at three. Yeah, they're crazy old ladies. But what are they what are they up to? Drinking Kool-Aid in the fucking garage, man. But seriously, I don't want that. <laughs> I can't handle that. No, I thought I, I was will, safe at grandma's house. Everyone die. thinks they're safe at grandma's house. I will die on this hill. Number That's one. That's the problem is, and this is what happened with Home Alone 3, and I feel like we're going to need to do the same thing where we each just walk away and then come back to it <laughs> and see who it's got tired. Uh-huh. It's because I have to go do work. <laughs> I don't know. If I no, it's because you know I'm right. And battle this out for another down. half hour. Hmm. No, I, I firmly believe three was much better than two. I can't, hands I, down. 
I will not even argue that anything. That goes without saying. Oh, yeah. We don't. Better than two. It, yeah. At least that but, saves me one step. Whereas Home Alone, I had the battle three all the way back down because it kept trying to crawl over everything. At least we know in this case, yeah, two. There's no reason to even talk about two. And, You're at the bottom. I agree with I agree with what you were saying in Home Alone. I agree. It should be one, two, three. So I'm I'm not just being contrary to your opinion, but in this case, you are horrifically wrong. I don't remember in Home Alone. Were we able to connect like this doesn't exist without one, or did we talk about the movies as individual entities? Both. You wanted to argue it that there was a chain throughout, and Kim wanted to argue that three stood alone. Okay. So exactly what we're doing right now. Because I feel like now I have to immediately change that and go, <laughs> I don't know that we can keep saying, well, without three that or without one, there's no three is like, sure. But I, that I, three comes after one. I mean, there's different but, franchises and they're going to handle it differently. So I don't I still, know that I can keep saying like this one laid the groundwork. It's like, yeah, like paranormal, it's that classic saying paranormal activity walked so that Paranormal Activity 3 could grab the ball and just fucking go. Right, is what I'm saying. So you have to have one before three. But you don't. That's you just not said it, fair. Sean. If you someone did a good it. job and then someone else, as a result, does a great job, you don't give the gold to the first person. You give you it to the decent second. human being. Well, I'm not, apparently. <laughs> Oh, like, this is getting to be if so. If a sequel is like if it comes out like, oh, this is better than the first, you don't give the Oscar to the first movie because, like, hey, thank you for making sure we got this second one. That's okay, not how let, things let's, work. Let's just take a breath right now because we should not be saying Oscar and paranormal activity in the same Maybe sentence. we should. Best oscillating <laughs> fan, hands down, <laughs> no competition. As far no. as I know, I'd have to go back to the cinema of 2009 or 10. I forget which year this one was and make sure of that. But I'm fairly confident it's in the top three. So, but no, I, I firmly, firmly believe it goes one, three, two, one, three, two. Because, okay. And another factor that I'm using is I didn't have nightmares from three. It didn't freak me out. The movie ended. And I was like, huh, I don't regret my time, but. I'm not like freaked out to walk up the dark stairs to get back up to my bedroom. Whereas one, I had the heebie-jeebies for a good solid two days. One does have that guy I like who just goes into the house and goes, mm, shit's really bad here and I'm going to go now. I like <laughs> oh, him. God, yes. I like him a lot. Yes. I'm trying to be fair to all sides. Here's the other thing I will grant one is that in this moment, I remember all the major beats of one, whereas three, I definitely had to pull up a plot synopsis and make sure I remembered it. Yes. And I just felt like all of the scare, there were more scares in number one. We oh, were I don't able know that actually, I agree with that. Oh, I no, no, no. Cause we were able to talk about more of the weird times where we got kind of the willies whereas with number three we're like "Mm, bedsheet it was charlie brown bedsheet just simply because there wasn't a whole lot of other scary shit it was more so creepy kid stuff not like that's really scary i think i'm getting caught up in my love of the fan yeah i really love that fan (laughs) And you know what, Sean? The fan loves you, too. I know he does. I just wish he would stop shaking his head no, because it makes me think otherwise. Twice now I've fallen back on that joke. <laughs> Come on, this is almost this, I mean, it's not going to be, it's not gonna be interesting there. for people to listen as I just stare it, it off you, into you space. You should really just, if, if the listeners could see, I can, I can actually see the hamster on his wheel behind your eyes going, okay, wait, maybe this... Maybe she is right. Maybe, maybe just agree, Sean, and it's better for everybody. Oh, he is so pensive right now. Yeah, but like the furniture was on the ceiling, though. And like, I don't like it's up. It's look at it up there, you know, for the 2.3 seconds. You can't base an entire movie on 2.3 seconds. But I'm gonna. And an oscillating fan. 
Like um, that's that's it's a really good two seconds. I'm just I'm adding up because I feel like three has the better set pieces, but does that mean yeah. it's bigger than the sum of its parts of the first movie, which maybe works together better as a cohesive thing? Three does have a pretty. I'm the worst lawyer because I just went up and was like, here's why this guy didn't murder someone. Although, and now I'm just doing all of the work for the other side. You can never be on a jury. That's not how this is supposed to work. I'm just trying to be fair. As someone who, like, I actually enjoyed both movies. Mm -hmm. Oh, I did too. And I didn't even hate two. It's just clearly like you're at the bottom for a reason, paranormal activity. Yes. You know why you're at the bottom and you know what you <laughs> Go did. to your room and think about it. Yeah. Because two, you were like, my gimmick is security cameras. And we went, oh, cool. Then what? And two just stared at us for a while until we just left the room. Mm-hmm. No, two shit the bed. Or at least three went, here's my gimmick. And we went, what are you going to do with it? And it went, here, you watch. But I still, I number one was scarier in its simplicity. It was scarier. It didn't answer every question. It didn't have a fucking coven of witches. And yes, Sean, it didn't have an oscillating fan. I'm circling around on the ending and I will give you that now that I'm sitting and thinking about it because it is kind of... With Paranormal Activity 1, they had no idea they were going to get a Paranormal Activity 2. Paranormal Activity exactly. 3 ends in a way where they know we're going to get a fourth and we'll deal with this later. Yes. So that does get strike some points against it because it is less interested in telling a full-fledged individual story versus we need to, like, we know this is going to make money. We need to lay groundwork for what's to come. Fuck, fine. One, three, two. For the record, I won. I got, uh, technically, <laughs> I like I won and lost because I just beat myself. Kind of like the demon. <laughs> you did. It was actually really beautiful. I could just stand back and watch the beat down. <laughs> and I think it's because if we had recorded when we initially planned before I got sick and this movie was the newest one in my head, I feel like this would have gone for another hour because I was oh, easily, coming right off of it. And I was like, oh, this was good and this was good. But now the idea that I can sit here and pretty much recount everything in the first, whereas in the third, I'm when I was having my pensive moments just now, I was like, what happened in like the first half an hour? Was it yeah. scary? I don't remember. Yeah, number one just hits differently. It was fresh. It was new. It strikes you. It sticks with you. Three, but I don't. Sequel. Again, though, I don't want to hold against the sequels that they are sequels. No, that's but not, I think that that's they, not fair. It, and I agree with you. It isn't fair. But I don't think three did enough new stuff, new and fresh stuff, to really identify itself separately than a sequel. I don't agree with that, but. I've soured on it a bit in its money-grabbing approach to let's introduce a cult. And that then ending end, was and just... And, and, and then end the movie. And like I said, the only thing I enjoyed about the ending was that one shot where he went into the garage, went nope, 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 and took off back. That was beautiful. Other than that, the whole thing was just like, oh, okay. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, okay. All right, fine. Fine. It's really <laughs> close in my head. But it, it worked out in your favor that some time has passed. Yeah, see, there we go. One, three, so, two. Now, in other words, we just need to wait another five weeks before we do the next one. So that way. Fuck it. Let's do it right now. <laughs> I can just you think anyone will know, notice that like, it doesn't sound like they've even seen the movie. <laughs> Quickly, you can just hear chattering keyboards in the background as we're looking up synopsis. <laughs> I did see when I looked up a certain cast member that they might appear in later films. But bum, bum, bum. yeah. All right. Well, that's Paranormal Activity 3, and the good news is we don't need to wrap it up because when you hear this, there's a four. There is, and you don't have to wait four weeks like we probably will. So just yes. slide on in, man. Keep going. Go. Just, just slide right in there. <laughs> <laughs> we 
with with the demon jerking it. Jerking it so right. <laughs> Thank you.